Chapter Nine of California Sketches by Oscar Penn Fitzgerald. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Nine. Father Cox. Father Cox was a physical and intellectual phenomenon. He was of immense girth, weighing more than three hundred pounds his face was ruddy and almost as smooth as that of a child his hair snow-white and fine as floss silk his eyes a deep blue his features small his great size and the contrast between the infantile freshness of his skin and white hair made him a notable man in the largest crowd he was converted and joined the methodist church after he had passed his fiftieth year he had been as he himself phrased it the keeper of a doggery and was no doubt a rough customer reaching california by way of texas he at once began to preach his style took with the californians great crowds flocked to hear him and marvellous effects were produced he was a fine judge of human nature and knew the direct way to the popular heart under his preaching men wept prayed repented believed and flocked into the church by scores and hundreds father cox was in his glory at a camp meeting to his gift of exhortation was added that of song he had a voice like a flute in its softness and purity of tone and his solos before and after preaching melted and broke the hard heart of many a wild and reckless californian his sagacity and knowledge of human nature were exhibited at one of his camp meetings held at gilroy in santa clara county there was a great crowd and a great religious excitement father cox riding its topmost wave the general of the army of israel seated in the preacher's stand he was leading in one of the spiritual lyrics suited to the occasion when a young man approached him and said father cox there's a friend of mine out here who wants you to come and pray for him where is he just out there on the edge of the crowd answered the young fellow father cox followed him to the outskirts of the congregation where he found a group of rough-looking fellows standing round with their leggings and huge spanish spurs in the centre of which a man was seen kneeling with his face buried between his hands there he is said the guide is he a friend of yours gentlemen asked father cox turning to the expectant group yes answered one of them and you want me to pray for him do you he continued we do was the answer all right all of you kneel down and i'll pray for him they looked at one another in confusion and then one by one they sheepishly kneeled until all were down father cox kneeled down by the mourner and prayed as follows o lord thou knowest all things thou knowest whether this man is a sincere penitent or not if he is sincerely sorry for his sins and is bowing before thee with a broken heart and a contrite spirit have mercy upon him hear his prayer pardon his transgressions give him thy peace and make him thy child but o lord if he is not in earnest if he is here as an emissary of satan to make mockery of sacred things and to hinder thy work kill him kill him lord at this point the uh, mourner became frightened and began to crawl father cox following him on his knees and continuing his prayer 
the terror-stricken sinner could stand it no longer but sprang to his feet and bounded away at full speed leaving father cox master of the field while the kneeling roughs rose and sneaked off abashed and discomfited the sequel of this incident should be given the mock penitent was taken into the church by father cox soon after he left the campground in a state of great alarm on account of his sacrilegious frolic when the old man put his hand on me as i kneeled there in wicked sport and prayed as he did it seemed to me that i felt hot flashes from hell rise in my face said he right there i became a true penitent the man thus strangely converted became a faithful soldier of the cross at a camp meeting near the town of sonoma in eighteen fifty eight father cox who was a preacher in charge of that circuit rose to exhort after the venerable judge shattuck had preached one of his strong earnest sermons the meeting had been going on several days and the sonoma sinners had hitherto resisted all appeals and persuasions the crowd was great and every eye was fixed upon the old man as he began his exhortation boys he began in a familiar kindly way boys you are treating me badly i have been with you all the year and you have always had a kind word and a generous hand for the old man i love you and i love your immortal souls i have entreated you to turn away from your sins to repent and come to christ and be saved i have preached to you i have prayed for you i have wept over you you harden your hearts and stiffen your necks and will not yield you will be lost you will go to hell in the judgment day you will be left without excuse and boys he continued his mighty chest heaving his voice quivering and the tears running down his cheeks boys i will have to be a witness against you i shall have to testify that i warned persuaded and entreated you in vain i shall have to testify of the proceedings of this sabbath night and tell how you turned a deaf ear to the call of your saviour i shall have to hear your sentence of condemnation and see you driven down to hell my god the thought is dreadful spare me this agony don't oh don't force this upon me don't compel the old man to be a witness against you in that awful day rather he concluded hear my voice of invitation to-night and come to christ so that instead of being a witness against you in that day i may be able to present you as my spiritual children and say lord jesus here is the old man and his sonoma children all saved and all ready to join together in a glad hallelujah to the lamb that was slain it was overwhelming the pathos and power of the speaker were indescribable there was a breakdown all over the vast congregation and a rush of penitence to the altar as one of the stirring camp-meeting choruses pealed forth from the full hearts of the faithful father cox's ready wit was equal to any occasion at a camp-meeting in the bodega hills in opening the doors of the church he said many souls have been converted and now i want them all to join the church when i was a boy i learned that it was best to string my fish as i caught them lest they should flutter back into the water i want to string my fish that is take all the young converts into the church and put them to work for christ lest they go back into the world you can't catch me loudly interrupted a rowdyish-looking fellow who sat on a slab near the rostrum 
i am not fishing for gar reported father cox casting a contemptuous glance at the fellow and then went on with his work the gar fish is the abomination of all true fishermen hard to catch coarse-flavored bony and nearly worthless when caught the vulgar fellow became the butt of the campground and soon mounted his mustang and galloped off amid the derision even of his own sort father cox had a naturally hot temper which sometimes flamed forth in a way that was startling it would have been a bold man who would have tested his physical prowess in a combat beside him an ordinary-sized person looked like a pygmy near san juan in monterey county he had occasion to cross a swollen stream by means of the water fence above the ford the fence was flimsy and father cox was heavy the undertaking was not an easy one at best and father cox's difficulty and annoyance were enhanced by the ungenerous and violent abuse and curses of an infidel blacksmith on the opposite side of the stream who had worked himself into a rage because the immense weight of the old man had broken a rail or two of the fence the situation was too critical for reply as the mammoth preacher cox cooned his way cautiously and painfully across the rickety bridge at the imminent risk every moment of tumbling headlong into the roaring torrent below meanwhile the wicked and angry blacksmith kept up a volley of oaths and insulting epithets the old adam was waking up in the old preacher by the time he had reached the shore he was thoroughly mad and rushing forward he grasped his persecutor and shook him until his breath was nearly out of him saying oh you foul-mouthed villain if it were not for the fear of my god i would beat you into a jelly the blacksmith a stalwart fellow was astonished and when father cox let him go he had a new view of the church militant this scene was witnessed by a number of bystanders who did not fail to report it and it made the old preacher a hero with the rough fellows of san juan who thenceforward flocked to hear his preaching as they did to hear nobody else the image of father cox that is most vivid to my mind as i close this unpretentious sketch is that which he presented as he stood in the pulpit at stockton one night during the conference session and sung i am going home to die no more his ruddy face aglow his blue eyes swimming in tears his white hair glistening in the lamplight he sleeps on the bodega hills amid the oaks and madronas whose branches wave in the breezes of the blue pacific he has gone home to die no more End of chapter nine